Hello and welcome to another episode of Welcome to the Future. Future. Charles, you sound so upbeat about the future, which is odd given every single news article I read about the future is terrifying. Well, the thing is, uh, today we're not going to talk about Bluetooth. Are you sure? No. No Bluetooth. Are we we at the bottom of that well at last? No, because actually this this is actually about the real future. Oh, yeah. And the point is artificial intelligence, AI, that's old news, that's oh, yesterday's news. Because every episode of this podcast so far has been either about Bluetooth or AI. Yep. Are you telling me we've come up with a third topic? This is called, and this is actually suggested by a listener of this podcast, Kelly, Yeah. who I have to thank for, Hi, Kelly. for uh, sending this in, Organoid Intelligence. <laughs> oh, good. Let's find out what that is after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Organoid is not a word that I've I've heard before, Charles. And frankly, if you'd said it to me, I would have expected it to involve porn. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm, okay. It's the future. Right. So a bit of a tale. I'll just have I'll start at the beginning. 2006. Mm. So scientists, computer scientists facing a bit of a problem, which is that microchips are not small enough. Oh. Right? So you know Moore's law, <clears throat> how you know microchips halve in size every 18 months and thus their energy consumption halves every 18 months and thus they speed up. And, like, yeah, they get twice, twice as, as powerful. Mm. Every 18 months, right? It's a sort of relationship sort of thing. The point is by 2006 scientists could go, okay, there is a physical limit. There is literally a point at which electrons get too big for the size of the microchips that we are making. Yeah, aren't they they're going down to something like three nanometer three chips nanom- at the moment? Yeah. Which is just insanely small. In, it, yeah, and it's going to get to the point where, like, you literally, there's just a physical limit where yeah. suddenly instead of talking about sort of Newtonian physics where things operate, I mean, I think they already operate at the sort of quantum scale, but those quantum effects become so massive in, in that thing because in such a small space that suddenly it all becomes very unpredictable, right? So you, so they, they have to solve that problem. So somebody comes up with the idea of instead of using um, like like physical things like silicon and, and yeah. metal, right, to make these chips, why don't we use the same foundational things as organic life uses? The, oh, wow. So we have chemicals and organic chemistry to, to do it, right? Um, and so what they did is they scraped some skin, right? And, they, and the first test was can we create brain cells from skin? Can we, can we just take some skin cells mm. and make them into the, uh, brain cells, basically? Okay, can right? we kind of make neural pathways yes, exist that's right. within skin cells? B- because then what we can do is we can sort of own a substance that is able to transmit information, electrons, all that sort of stuff yeah. that we need 
for computer chips, but it's doing it at a chemical level rather than at a physical level. So not using right? okay. So so, so we basically right. what the brain can do in a very very small amount of space relative to even a computer chip. So these scientists they did this, they got it working, made brain cells from skin, they won a Nobel Prize for it. Wow, two thousand and twelve, right? Okay. So at that point they were just trying to solve the simple problem of you know can we create brain cells, right? Mm. But then this one guy kept on saying, you know, like, what are some applications for this? Do these brain cells have some sort of consciousness? Because we've got complete power oh, over okay. these brain cells here. There's, there's no ethical issue. We haven't taken someone's brain mm. and are now using it in the lab. But if we if we start sort of building out some of these skin cells that are now brain cells, could we actually start communicating with those brain cells? Oh, so to designing a brain that is patented and has no free will. Exactly. Right. Yes. Anyway, so, and this is all like in the realms of, like it sounds science fiction-y. These are all like, you know, well-respected scientists. Nobel at, Prize winners. And right? Nobel Prize winning scientists across the, the academy, right? And... So they did that. They started being able to communicate and sort of train these brain cells to sort of receive, reliably receive, and, and they were able to sort of train the brain cells to sort of have simple responses. Like yeah. There's no nowhere near level of consciousness yet, right? And, and that is where we're at at the moment, right? Okay. So we're at the, at the moment, you know, there's reassuring articles that Kelly sent me going, look, um, It'll be 100 years before that becomes a problem. Let's not worry about it. Now, this other guy has now come out and said, well, hang on, back in 2015, the whole point about AI was everyone said, well, we don't have to worry about the consciousness of AI mm. because it'll be like 100 years before you can chat to a robot and then be convinced that it's a robot. Fast forward to eight years later, we are now all just chatting to chatbot GPT and just convinced that we're talking to it. Like artificial intelligence has largely been solved by these large language models. And the Turing have, test has been... people have married them, yes. which is, you know, a far more sincere yeah. form of connection. It wouldn't be a wonderful thing to be able to, to marry a skin cell. So the point is that if this organic for organoid intelligence, which they've now started mastering, can be, ma- it can be sort of matched with the same type of technology and sort of thinking and training because they've started to be able to train organoid intelligence, then instead of it being 100 years away that we have to worry about whether these, you know, models will achieve consciousness, we're talking about like maybe in the next eight years we're talking about something where it could actually be a real problem where these brain cells start achieving some level of consciousness. Do you think it's possible, Charles, that we – Ourselves, humanity, mm. are a scraping from the knee of God. Oh, I think that's definitely a scab, true. A scab well, that instead of flicking in the bin, God just went, no, let's see if I can make this into something a little bit better. Well, this is one of the funny things is, so say I scraped your skin. Yeah. All the problems that you face would then express themselves in the brain cells, even though the cells didn't come from your brain. Oh, my God. So if you made a, a brain out of my skin cells, would it have all of my problems? <laughs> yes. Nobody wants that. That's not organoid. That's organoid trauma. <laughs> no, because this is the thing. So they they scraped Alzheimer's, people who had Alzheimer's, and developed their skin cells into brain mm. cells, hoping that, oh, maybe we can revive their brains by developing brain cells that, 
don't have Alzheimer's. But instead, all their brain, the sort of skin-based brain cells, also had Alzheimer's. So they, they couldn't get around the problem. And actually they're going, well, actually now, you know, we can, we can actually research Alzheimer's brains in, in a Petri dish oh, that's because we now have a- access mm. to live brain Without cells. Without having to lobotomise. Yeah. Uh, um, Charles, if only, if only some sort of um, physical specimens free of any defect had been, had been found, if, if only humans, I don't know, in some form of master race had been identified. <laughs> in a way, that wouldn't be yeah. problematic at all. You could just get well, those people yeah. and turn their skin, their beautiful alien skin, <laughs> into a into a Look, some sort of a brain bot. Um, I know you're joking, but you know I am willing to proffer up my skin for science uh, if it you have if it involves you know creating a master race of Charles's that uh, that are easily sunburnt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you and I could both give an amazing male pattern baldness <laughs> computer, couldn't do, do we? Do you think that maybe – so does that mean that essentially what will happen is it'll be Brad Pitt or something? Like we'll end up being run by be the best much, looking It'll person. be much worse. It'll be Mark Zuckerberg. <sighs> He's already part computer. No, it'll be Taylor Swift. It won't be Mark Zuckerberg. No, but he'll no be one's going to go – He's going to invent the technology. No one's going to get an – OI intelligence bot and go, oh, I want the Mark Zuckerberg Charles, model. You're going to no, want the but Taylor the, but Swift the model. But the computer that runs the world, Charles, will mm. have been designed by him. Because this is what every every uh, Silicon Valley billionaire wants yeah. to achieve immortality. Yeah. This is how they're going to do it. Zuckerberg's going to cr- scrape a little oh, bit of his, his putrid you skin. You get a Musk bot. And turn, and Elon Musk, oh, of course, will do that. Oh, and there'll be a, Bezos. There'll be a perpetual. Oh. I mean, he's already ruined Twitter. Imagine what uh, an <laughs> organoid intelligence Elon Musk bot would do to the, to the world. Hey, Jeff. That would be the Jeff Bezos oh, sort of. Hey. No, the worst. It'll only be the worst people who are turned into computers, Charles. It won't be kind people. It's certainly, there's not going to be a charity like, you know, someone who devotes their life to, to good works. They're not going to be an organoid intelligence. About, They'll be destroyed by the organoid intelligence. Surely Jay-Z would, would have it. A rhyming <laughs> intelligence. Well, that'd be good. That wouldn't be too bad. No, but he's quite entrepreneurial. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, that's he, true. Yeah, I, I think he'll. First billionaire yeah. OI can, yeah. be, can be, be Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Everyone would buy that. Well, you'd get a Beyonce computer, wouldn't you? The two of them. So the thing is, <clears throat> it sounds all very dystopic, right? Dystopian. It certainly does. But look, there is actually a, a sort of good news angle to it. Well, is it less likely to be horrifying than ChatGPT? I think I'd rather some, an intelligence that in some way resembled a human brain rather than simply the absolute mess of ethics that is, is anything completely artificial. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's huge – like I got sent all, all these uh, ethical issues um, – by Kelly. But, yeah, but you know um, the I, best. I didn't actually read That's right. You know, the, so best, the, best, the, the best way. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I deal with that. Don't no. worry about it. Yeah, Just yeah. No. let let opinion writers you <laughs> yeah. know wrestle with that. And, yeah. and we were talking in in yesterday's podcast about how. Um, uh, Seventy years ago, someone had warned about climate change. That's mm. the sort of thing you ignore. Yeah, no, you just yeah, you're just that's, out of mind, out of sight. I mean, that sort of thing really slows you down on the breakthroughs. <laughs> what are the implications of this thing I've invented? So, but the no, but the the good news is, aside from all the ethical problems, th- there is a sort of good news, which is that organoid intelligence operates at a scale far smaller, yeah, than microchips, yeah, right. Yeah. So we're talking minimum 10,000-fold reduction in size, right? So think about it. So at the moment they actually have developed a supercomputer that matches the human brain in terms of its number of connections. Thank and things goodness. Like it's a supercomputer. costs $600 million to make. It's the size of two tennis courts and it is unlikely that you'd be able to get it down much smaller than that using microchips. With a with a Organoid intelligence, we're talking about the size of your fist. Like that is the size of your brain. The right? mailed fist that will destroy us all. And so that means that <laughs> so that means that like things like our phones are going to be either vastly more intelligent, vastly sort of thinner and, and slimmer and things like that. And and the amount of energy required also goes down a thousand That's great, ten thousand fold. Imagine not having to carry a phone. Well, the thing is, no, but you'll also have to – it'll be a different form of energy. It won't be battery. It'll be like you give it a snack. You have to feed your oh, phone fantastic. celery. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, so our phone is like a toddler yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Or a, a toddler with all the world's information at their resources. Well, actually, my five-year-old's yeah. pretty confident she knows all the world's information. <laughs> but, I mean, Charles, we won't go into this in detail, but yeah. the other version of this, I interviewed, yeah. I interviewed actually the other day, a world pioneer in, in quantum computing. Oh, yeah. Which is a, a similarly yes. ridiculously uh, vast improvement in computing power. It can do, basically, it can perform calculations so complicated that conventional computers couldn't possibly perform them given available time. There's simply not enough time mm. in the universe. It would take millions of years yes. in, order, yes. in order to go uh, and get them done. But the problem so with this. It seems like cracking my password. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It can basically trivially crack um, any encryption scheme, which is. Mm. Great news. And I, I asked this expert um, what would you, happen if you used those quantum computers to develop scams on the internet. And she said it would be very hard to tell that they were fake. <laughs> the only problem with quantum computing is that, as I understand it, genuinely hmm. some of the absolute leaders in the world are Australian, which makes you think it's ne- not going to work. Yeah. I no, just can't yeah. imagine. I can't conceive of a technology where Australia is actually leading the world. No, well, no, but actually don't worry too much, Dom, because if it's anything like the Black Box or the Hills Hoist or the Victim or, you know, those iconic Australian inventions, the patent will be sold off to some American oh, thank goodness. well before it gets commercialised. Excellent. All right, well, we might talk more about quantum computing some other time. Um, I don't know whether I'm reassured or terrified by mm. this. I love the idea of a tiny phone that has snacks, though. Mm. So go, go on, Ted. Go on. And you know and the important thing is it doesn't matter what we think because they'll just invent it anyway. Yeah. They never stop. And the good news is probably the best way to communicate because the whole thing is how do you actually train mm. the your phone or whatever that's organoid but, intelligence? And the answer is, I think we all know, Bluetooth. <laughs> They're going to invent the world's most amazing device and then it will have Bluetooth, Bluetooth and it yeah. won't work. There you go. So the feature looks You just familiar. won't be able to connect to it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like... Uh, yeah. They, they'll be about to take over the world's, uh, you know, communication system and destroy it like a Skynet, mm. but it'll all be roll, run by Bluetooth. It's kind of reassuring. That yeah. if, if a real Skynet was developed, it would simply break. <laughs> 
That's something that the Terminator movie never explored. Is it kind of liquid metal T1000 just going connection error? Failure to connect. Failure to connect. All right. That's a great, that's a good note to leave it on. Thank you, Charles. Our gear is from Rogue. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Back next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.